Hi, this is Tom Pecora. Stay tuned for the one-on-one post-game report right here on 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. The one-on-one post-game report. Welcome back to the Xfinity Center. Final score once again, Maryland 66 and Fordham 50. We'll be joined by associate head coach in a matter of minutes, Tom Parada. But, Matt, let's get a quick thought from you on what this game meant for Fordham. Well, it's a good opportunity to come in and play a Big Ten opponent from Power Conference on the road in a really tough environment. And you know what? They gave a much better showing than they did in the game at Penn State. You'd rather come off of this loss than the loss at Penn State. They do a much better job defensively. The shots didn't fall, but you got to think with the talent on this team offensively, they'll do a better job in the future of knocking down those open shots. A guy like Mandel Thomas won't often go 5 for 20. So the offensive woes, they should improve. They did a much better job defensively tonight. And head, associate head coach Tom Parada is with us. Coach, your team falls on the wrong side of this one, 66-50, to 50, but you got to be proud of the way the guys fought down by 5 at the end of the first half. What ultimately went wrong for your squad today? Well, I, I think you said it. We were very, very proud uh, in the first half, and obviously right up until the second half. We just couldn't make a shot tonight, but I thought the guys battled from beginning to end, and a couple of shots fall here and there. We're right back into this game, and it could have gone either way. Uh, Mandel Thompson, you got Thomas, you got to love him. He was right there. He just had some wide-open looks, and on the road against a team like this, you got to make some shots to pull out a victory. The two biggest guys that you would think you would have to focus on for Maryland Armelo Trimble and Des Wells, and you hold them to a combined 16 points in this game. And obviously, there were some offensive woes for your team, but like you said, you got to be impressed with what your guys were able to do defensively, especially against their stars. Sure, absolutely. I thought the zone was great for us. That outside of a couple of lapses where they were able to get inside the uh, inside the zone, which led to some offensive rebounds, I thought the guys battled. We tried to contest as many shots as we could. They were cold in the first half. They didn't make many free throws, and then they came out a little on fire. I think they hit their first four or five shots to open up the second half. But great effort by our guys, but we still came up on the wrong side of it. Coach, your team lost by 19 at Penn State, 16 tonight. This game felt different. So what's the biggest takeaway for your guys, with this really being the final true road game before Atlantic 10 play? Well, a couple of days separate these two games, and it couldn't be a different, different feeling. I thought the guys really came out. They, they probably had some butterflies against Penn State to, to a certain extent. They came out here. I don't think they feared uh, feared this team at all. They believe they can win. And I, I, I got to say, if we made a couple of shots, I think their confidence would have been through the roof. And let's not, let's not uh, forget the fact that we didn't have Eric Pascal tonight. I thought he, he could have really excelled in a game like this tonight. But, again, great effort. Still a loss, though. And I think we gotta we got to lick our wounds, go back, learn from this, and be even better on Sunday. Well, like you said, it is still a loss, but how do you take the positives from a game like this and the experience that you get playing two tough Big Ten teams on the road and bring it back home to Rosehill? I think you got to get better. Like you said, I, I, I think it's night and day from Penn State to tonight, and I think if you can just keep getting better and better, it's still a young season. We want to prepare for the Atlantic 10. That's what we want to do. So no matter who we're facing, we got to come out and do what we do best, and then we got to get better at the things that we don't do particularly well. And there's a lot because we have a lot of young guys out there, and we're relying on them. And uh, once once Brian Smith settles down and once Mandel Thomas settles down and they start to do their roles as best as best they can, I think we'll have something here. Coach Parada, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much, and we'll catch up with you next time. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks a lot, Coach. All right, so that was assistant coach Tom Parada. Fordham falls short, 66-50, to 50, the final score here from the Xfinity Center. And, Matt, taking a look at some of these final numbers, Fordham shoots just 19 of 62 from the field, 30% overall, but better in the second half, 38%. Just 22% in that second, in that first half. And Coach Barada said it. This game would have been a lot different if Fordham hit their shots. Mandel Thomas was 5 of 20 from the field. 
Ryan Rooms was 5 of 9, but still not enough collective consistent play. And that's the tough thing. When you're playing a Big Ten team on the road, if you don't hit your shots, defense can only do so much. Defense did the job. You held them to 66 points, but in the end, it just wasn't enough. Well, absolutely. Like Coach Parada talked about, on the other side, Maryland was cold themselves in the first half. That was your opportunity to really stay in this game, make a run, even even take a lead in that first half at some point. They weren't able to do that. They were able to keep it close near the end. That severe layup at the end I thought would give them a little bit momentum moving into the second half, but they just weren't able to keep that consistent pressure into the second half as Maryland got a little bit hotter in that second half, and you got to assume that was going to happen with a team like Maryland putting up close to 90 points in two straight games over 80 in the first one, over 90 in the second one. You do hold them to 66 tonight, but it's simple. On the other side, Coach Barada said it. you got to hit your shots. All right, Matt, time for players of the game. Who you got? Uh, It's a guy I've liked all year long for Fordham. Ryan Rooms ends up with another nice stat line, ends up with 14 points, 4 or 5 from the line. Yeah, he misses his first of the year, but these are so much better numbers from the free throw line than we're used to seeing him in his career. So that's an an area of of his game that he has obviously worked to improve on. And you can see it. It shows up on the court. He can play down low, and even though, like we mentioned, there are some raw moves down there where the footwork's not right there or he ends up in a position where it's not the best shot, but when he does get fouled down there, now you're confident he can go and step to the line and hit those shots. He still ends up with 14 and 7. So I really thought another good game for him for Ryan Rooms. For Maryland, I'm going to go Jake Lehman. He was the guy early in the game that was really getting Maryland's offense going. It wasn't Del- Des Wells. It wasn't Mello Trimble. Lehman ends up 5 for 6. He saw him hit a few threes, showed he could stretch the defense. And I thought the real turning point in this game was his dunks in the fast break that we saw in the second half and they weren't just dunks they were throwdowns that got the xfinity center rocking i thought that really shifted the momentum in this game for good i gotta give my player of the game to layman for the turps for fordham i'll go with mandel thomas and even though he shot five of 20 from the field he never lacked the confidence to hoist the ball up and even despite the fact he wasn't hitting anything especially from the outside he was three of 13 in a game where john severe never got going a game where he didn't have eric pascal somebody had to step up and Thomas finished with 14 points. He did everything he could for this Fordham team. On the Maryland side, I'll go with a guy who was probably one of the most important contributors tonight, and that was the main, the main swingman. That was Jared Nickens. 13 points, 4 of 12 from the field. And on a night where Trimble only had 8 points, Wells only contributed with 8 points. Nickens stepped up, and for a freshman to do that, a Jersey guy against a New York school, certainly made a big play when he needed to. But you mentioned it, those layman dunks, the severe turnovers, those are two costly turnovers, and for a sophomore that's trying to learn, those are things you're going to learn about. But in the game tonight, Fordham falls short. Once again, the final score of today's game, Maryland 66 and Fordham 50. The executive producer of Fordham Basketball is Mr. Bob Aarons. Producer of today's game has been Alicia Montanaro. Field engineer and producer of the game has been Kenny Deuce, and our studio engineer is Terrace Legeski. Special thanks to Fordham Sports Information Director Joe DeBerry and his staff for their assistance. Our next men's basketball broadcast is coming this Sunday. The Rams return home to play the University of Massachusetts Lowell. Game time is 6 p.m. We'll be on with a one-on-one pregame report beginning at 5.55 on the dial, 90.7 FM, and WFUVsports.org. Our next women's basketball broadcast is tomorrow night when Fordham takes on Hofstra in a rivalry game at 7 p.m. The one-on-one pregame report comes your way at 6.55, only on WFUVsports.org. So until those times, for my partner Matt Morrow, James Decker with the updates, this is DJ Sixman. Time to join FUV Evening already in progress on 90.7 FM 
and WFUV.org. Have a great evening, everybody. Fordham Rams basketball, an exclusive presentation of WFUV Sports.